Hey, business building warrior, it's your buddy, Jim. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I have a great episode today. As we're recording this, we're closing in on the end of the month of March, 2020. So of course, all the headlines are still about the virus, the coronavirus and the effects that it's having. We're not gonna talk a whole lot about that today, but I did wanna make sure and point out that right, right in the middle, right in the midst of all the negativity that you can easily find and easily be consumed with, there's an entire community of us who are operating at full speed, building incredible businesses, helping each other out, serving customers who are very grateful for what we do, and creating multiple income streams. And that's exactly what our guest today is all about. He's built multiple income streams. They're doing great right now. In spite of all the negative headlines, his business is great. He's able to be home with his wife and daughter after having spent a lot of time in a very hectic, crazy environment that he'll explain and describe to us here as we get the episode rolling in just a moment. He'll put it in his own words and I'll let him do that. But it's quite a contrast that you're going to see between before and after discovering multiple streams of income online. So hopefully you'll be encouraged and inspired today. This is one of those episodes where, yes, there is a YouTube video that goes along with it. So if you're listening on audio, there'll be a link at silentgym.com as always. And you can go to this episode and jump into the show notes and get a link to anything we discussed today, including the YouTube video. So you can go and see Robert and I hanging out and chatting if you'd like. And let me just encourage you before we start this episode that this is one of those episodes that I think is very significant because you need to be filling your mind and filling your time with positive, moving in the right direction type of messages right now. Because again, the news can be so consuming and the bad news and the negativity can be so consuming. It can start to affect your ability to achieve and perform at a high level. And there's no reason that you can't continue to achieve and perform at a very high level as an internet-based business building warrior right now. And we're going to provide loads of evidence of that in what we already have in past episodes. Any of this stuff that we talk about, it can be done and managed from home with a little creativity. There's always ways to move forward in your business. That's the beauty of the business building warrior lifestyle that we talk about around here. So God bless you, business building warrior. I'm going to click a couple buttons and get our guest, Mr. Robert Schroth, on the line here in just a moment. You're going to really enjoy hanging out with us today. I thought it was a really cool episode. So enjoy. Let us know what you think. So Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, super great to be here. It's an honor. I feel extremely grateful at this moment right now to be here doing this. It's a little surreal. You don't know this, but I've had this uh, conversation in my head multiple times. <laughs> I have envisioned this exact moment right now. Well, that's fantastic. Well, I'm, I'm honored as well, truly. I, I Sometimes I can't believe what I get to do for a living, man. Hanging out with cool entrepreneurs and it's like family to me. Yeah, super awesome. This is really, really an honor for me as well. Thank you for saying those things and and uh, that it, the fact that I get to be on this side of the microphone, speaking into the lives of so many great business building warriors out there, man, it, it's truly an honor. But I want to get to know you today a little bit. I want to get to know a little bit of your story. And I've read up a little bio that the team sent me. <laughs> Pretty incredible. Looks like you're uh, enjoying the stay home dad 
life, but fill us in on some of these, some of the gaps here. You know, tell us your story a little bit. So yeah, I used to be a full-time cook in that industry. I bartended, served, cooked, cooking for the last few years at a very, very busy, probably the busiest restaurant in the town that I live in. Um, I was kind of one of the go-to guys. I'm, I'm a hard worker. I bust my butt and I put in a lot of extra hours and did a lot of extra things and just always getting our butt kicked. You know, I started to kind of just, I really became aware of the fact that no matter how hard I worked, no matter how many extra hours I put in, no matter what I did to help the business thrive and get even busier, none of it progressed me or helped me with my family or got me home or you know, my, my boss is flying over to Florida and living the life. And, um, I don't know if you've ever seen, but there's a really great picture of a guy and he's, uh, he's leaning on a Lamborghini and there's a caption on the top that says, wow, that's a great Lamborghini. I love it. And then at the bottom, it's his boss's reply saying, well, if you work hard and put in all your hours and do everything you can, I'll get another one next year. That's right. I've seen that. It's a classic, man. Whose right? dream are you building? Kind of exactly thought process, so, right? But mad respect, seriously, for anyone who can do the kitchen thing, the you know retail kitchen work. You know that you know, working with and around other people who are in the kind of that minimum wage, and you're kind of managing them, or you're or you're you're working hard doing it. That's a great mm-hmm. place to start, but it's not a good place to stay long term. I did that high school, some in college. Uh, yeah. That environment, and I've always said, man, if someone can make it working in a kitchen environment, a restaurant environment, if you can make it there, you can do anything you want with your life, man. Because that's yeah. no joke. That's yeah. high press, high pressure, low margin, grumpy customers, uh, fighting fires the whole time, going home exhausted, smelling like like grease, right? Yeah, and, high stress. Yeah, lots of moving parts, lots of different employees, high turnover when you're in a big busy place too. So yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd even put it this way. I would hire you, a guy who was successful in that environment, before I'd hire a guy with an MBA any day. <laughs> well, thanks. I don't even have to meet either one of you. You tell yeah, me you I... thrived in that environment for a, for a period of time and left the right way. You didn't get your butt kicked out of there, fired for doing something stupid, but you left the right way and that you were in that environment for a while. Man. That's someone who knows how to work and get things done and can operate under pressure. So yeah, props to you for that, man, for doing what it doing what you had to, to take care of your family, man. But it looks like you're entering a new season, huh? Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I was just, uh, I was frustrated. It became a really negative place. It was really, um, you know, beating me down and I would, uh, take my mandatory one hour lunch and I would go out and nearby park or in my car and listen to the podcast and, you know, be inspired, get myself called a business warrior and, you know, feel a lot better and just felt like there was more for me out there, you know? And so I started selling, started doing RA part-time, um, while I could, you know, I was working tons of hours and I have a wife and a daughter too. So, you know, I'm spending time with them when I can. So it wasn't a lot of time to put towards it, but the time I did, it went really well. And the stuff I sold went really good. Um, made some mistakes along the way, but I always had it in my mind. And I always had that mental picture of, you know, being a success and making this work. And yeah, I started doing it more and more. And one day with my wife's approval and encouragement, I did walk away. I just became too much. I had enough. And 
I thought, you know, if I can work for myself, I can put my own efforts towards my own thing. I'm going to do that. That's great. You got to start building your dream. How long ago was this? It wasn't that long ago, right? So about two, just over two years ago, I walked away from that job. Okay. That's a little longer ago than I, than I thought. Man, that's great though. I love it. So what's these past couple of years been like? If you could kind of contrast them to the two years prior, like let's look at a four-year piece of history here. Two years leading up to and two years after. You know, we don't need all the nitty-gritty details. I'm just saying, let's contrast those two time periods in your mind right now. When you think of before and after, you know, what thoughts pop in your head? So yeah, after just much more freedom, right? Doing the RA, I did that for a long time. Um, and then after listening to a few of your podcasts, you know, talking about the knowledge that I have could potentially help other people. I started to think that was a good idea and did the PPP. Right. A proven product partnering course. Yeah. And I kind of use that as the basis and the bones to what I'm doing now. And I just kind of approached some people, found someone who had been struggling on Amazon. And it was all kind of minor mistakes that I knew I could fix pretty easily. Helped her fix them, did some more stuff, used uh, the PPI, a lot of the stuff from that to help with her advertising. And now she's. She went from $1,000 in sales a year to 67000 and nice. still growing on pace to double this year. And then she referred somebody to me who also needed help. And I started to feel more confident about helping people and started approaching more people. And now, you know, it's eight clients later and a couple in the line of coming in and just reaching out more and more, wanting to help more and more people. Man, that's great. So you mentioned... I'm going to let you do a little uh, marketing for me here, man. What's PPP and what's PPI and where can I find them? So everything is at the silent sales machine. At the, go to the pack, the Proven Amazon course, right? That's it. ProvenAmazonCourse.com. That's a couple modules inside the course. And there's dozens of ways to make money on Amazon, but you locked in on two that complement each other very, very well. PPP and PPI. Just... Sum it up. You know, people have heard me describe those if they've listened to the podcast. How would you sum up? Let's start with PPP. What is that? What what does it help you do? The proven product partnering course. So it helped me understand kind of how I can help people. How can I approach them? How I can put it all together and the knowledge that I have, how it can, you know, change their lives, add another income stream to their business, a very low maintenance one, you know. Amazon being the monster that it is, you know, it's amazing for businesses to get out there, get onto there. And let me just take it. uh, It's something that's very relevant, I think, to the time that we're in right now, the time period we're in right now. We're recording this kind of in the middle of the the virus panic, not to go too far down that path. You know, we're here closing in on the end of March as we're recording this of 2020. And if you're listening to this well after then, you may not even know what I'm talking about because it'll probably be yesterday's news. Hopefully not. But right now, What's happening is record level shopping online. Everyone I'm talking to is just seeing incredible results, moving all manner of products. And a lot of retailers, product owners, suppliers, wholesalers are saying, man, how do we get some of this stuff online? Maybe they've had to temporarily close their store or close their warehouse. So they don't have workers. The PPP skills that you have, if I had to sum it up, you know, using the same words that Robert just did, but you know, putting them, put my own spin to it. You do. It's saying, hey, these products that aren't on a shelf anywhere where customers can buy them right now, let's get them on a shelf. 
Let me mm-hmm. give you a specific example. Maybe there's a coffee shop in your town that's closed. They got their own coffee. They bag it up. They got a couple thousand bags sitting in the back, just sitting there. Promise you, you put those up for sale on Amazon. You don't have to ship them into Amazon. Just put them up for sale. Fulfill them yourself. FBM. Help them set up their own account. And that's what PPP does. It goes. You, you can go confidently to that coffee shop and say, I'm going to help you set up your account. We're going to have an agreement where anything that sells, I get a percentage. The check goes to you, Mr. Coffee Shop Owner. And yep. I get a percent of every check you receive. Do you like that deal? And notice, no one has put up any money. No one has taken any big risks. You just do a little bit of creative marketing with them. That's what PPP is. It's helping products get onto Amazon that weren't on there before. Or like you mentioned, Robert, you can help people improve their marketing efforts too with, you mentioned PPI, Proven Performance Inventory. And that's like our secret sauce around here where we we tap into how to market keywords. We're not going to go real deep into that. There's plenty of episodes. I think the first episode we ever talked about that on this show may have been as far back as like episode number two or number five, Brett and I talking about. Yeah. And we're still like right now as I'm recording this, Robert, and the listeners should know this, We've had a couple seven-figure days, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. PPI is what yeah. got us there. Because you can say, you know, you can know what shoppers are looking for. We teach you how to mine that data. So I didn't mean to take the microphone from you. You did a great job. No, but, please do. <laughs> uh, just filling, filling in the gap on, you know, what's relevant right now? Does this stuff work right now in the middle of, you know, all this news and headlines and people, for to a great degree, operating from a sense of panic? but I'm seeing all kinds of messages from our community saying, hey, man, things are rocking online. We're selling everything. You see that in the Facebook group a lot there, you know, people thriving in this um, environment, which is, you know, frankly, tough to do. Um, And I think what we can help people with is just that. And I think it's a great thing that we're able to do here, help out in a a time like this. I love that you took ownership of it. You called it something we can do because you're exactly right. It's a community of, you know, 56,000 plus of us and business building warriors, right? Yes. And we help each other out. It's amazing to me how many times per day you'll see someone pop in there a little confused, a little concerned, a little nervous. Mm-hmm. And then within 10 minutes or an hour or two, there's solution, 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 partnership, you know, opportunity. People I saying, wow, that. I never knew that. Learning from each other, encouraging each other. It's a beautiful, it's just a beautiful community. So... Yeah, that and it's free. I think we're a lot of like like that. I uh, completely I'm free a solutions person. I like to uh, focus on the solution. You know, whatever you focus on, you move towards, right? So mm, that's good. I focus on solutions, and that's you know what I what I try to do and help people out. And I think uh, I think moving forward too, it's going to be a whole new uh, landscape for everything here. You know, I think there's going to be a lot more people looking to people like us to help. You know, navigate things in the future and to mitigate any thing like this happening again, you know, helping, helping themselves out before they have a problem kind of thing. Talk about that a little bit. You know, I think some listeners, if they've been listening around a few podcast episodes, if they're in our Facebook group, they've heard me talk about where I think things are going and how bright the future is for those of us with the skill set that we have. Just, you know, and, and no one can predict the future, obviously. No. And I tend to share your positive, very positive, actually, sentiments. I actually texted Brett last night. Uh, one of his catchphrases is super pumped, and I don't use it very often. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm kind of super pumped about the future. He's like, hey, that's trademarked. No, but we, <laughs> I mean, we really are very positive about the position we're in right now. But I want to hear it from your perspective, you know, and I didn't set you up before this 
No, not at all. Before this interview, for any of this, we just turned on the recording pretty much as soon as we got on the line here. Mm -hmm. How are you processing where all this is heading and the skill set that we have? Well, I was already very encouraged about selling on Amazon and online sales and everything moving forward. Just with the pace it was growing before all this, I think this is only going to make things go quicker into that automated future that we're looking at, you know, of um, robots doing everybody's job and making things quicker and now, you know, more sanitary and stop, you know, the spread of things. But I think Amazon and just online sales is the the future, you know, it's um, growing astronomically and just such a great way to do things, you know, the day one, when you start selling on Amazon, you get to take advantage of this multi-billion dollar company who has warehouses across the country to store your stuff. They have the infrastructure to get it to your customers in two days. And they have brand name trust, you know, they have $400 million in sales a day, half of which is third-party sellers. It's just it's such a great thing to have right away on day one when you start, you know, you didn't take 20 years to build that. You didn't pay to build those buildings. You didn't do any of that. But on day one, you get to take advantage of that. And you can be on page one with the multi-million dollar seller of whatever product you're selling, you know, it, it really evens things out for everybody. And can Man, well really said. build your brands, you know? Well said. And let me tell you something, uh, you know, I may or may not be educating you on anything you already know, possibly. But right now, we're seeing for the first time in several years where FBM, fulfilled by merchant, mm-hmm. is outpacing FBA in a lot of products. The reason being, like you just mentioned, Robert, so many more people are shopping online right now, literally millions. And I like the observation you made. I think we're creating a lot of a lot of germaphobes from this thing. A lot of Howie Mandel's, if you know who yeah. that is, right? Look him yeah. up if you don't. Uh, yeah. He's a uh, American comedian that uh, is famous for his fear of germs. <laughs> you know, I, we're yeah. creating a lot of Howie Mandel's out there who be like, you know what? If I can stay at home and shop for this stuff, I think I will. And they're using online shopping for the first and first time, and they're not going back anytime soon. Even once we give them the all clear, they're going to take six months and just kind of, you know, take it easy and mm-hmm. they'll still be buying bulk hand sanitizer and masks long after we've told them it's okay. They don't have to anymore, right? Those people are still going to be shopping. They're just going to be doing it online. So the future is indeed very bright as we continue to serve that new demographic that popped up literally in about two weeks, just popped up out of nowhere. And they're, they're creating new habits, right? New shopping habits. A lot of them are boomers, the boomers, who are very content to go to the store and take their time and walk the aisles. Well, they're not going to do that ever again. Yeah, it's changing. That's hundreds of billions of new spending in the next 10 years or, or five years even. <laughs> it's incredible. And like you pointed out, Robert, it's all there on Amazon. But the thing I want to say, I, want, I mentioned FBM and FBA. I want to distinguish what that is. FBA is when you send your product into one of those incredible Amazon warehouses that you just described. When the product sells, Amazon picks, packs, ships it for you. You get paid. Amazon keeps a fee. It's beautiful. You don't need to store anything in your garage. But if you got a little spare room in your garage or spare bedroom, you can certainly store and ship it yourself. That's FBM. Well, we have people in our community that live in a small apartment. And they're thinking, oh, well, I can't do FBM. I can't do fulfilled by merchant. I can't ship the product to the customer myself. That's why we have a massive network. It's prepcenternetwork.com. It's a free website lists out all the prep centers in our community. There's a bunch of them and there's more coming online right now because of the need. 
you can just ship your product there. You can have it sent to them. And as customers order on Amazon, they will ship the order for you. We actually run one of them ourselves. Several people in our community do. So, you know, when you say uh, FBA is beautiful, yeah, FBM is actually very attractive right now too, because Amazon can't keep up. They're relying very heavily on the seller community to fulfill a lot of orders right now. So that's, and that may swing back to, you know, life as normal within a month or two of this podcast where FBA rules the world again. But we're seeing a lot of listings. The reason I'm pointing this out, Robert, and I don't mean to take away from our interview, but we're seeing just tens of thousands of listings on Amazon right now of popular items where FBA is a three-week delivery time. That's Amazon's warehouse. Three-week delivery time on products. FBM, hey, we can get it to you in three or four days. Because in effect, Amazon has said, hey, all you millions of Amazon sellers, you're now warehouses for us. Could you please ship the stuff straight to the customer and bypass our warehouse? And if you just flip a switch and say, yeah, I'll, I'll do that, you make more money, you're going to make a lot more sales right now too because FBA is no longer ruling the roost on these listings because Amazon's hiring 100,000 people like right now. And that doesn't happen in 10 minutes. That takes time because they know the future. They know that they just took four-year leap into the future, maybe more. Yeah, maybe more. Because of, this, because of the, the effect of this virus. And so they're hiring fast. But in the meantime, they need us and we're going to make significant money and grow some incredible businesses Yep. in the meantime. So beautiful. I'm glad we're going down this road. I didn't mean to steal the <laughs> mic. I like to let the guests talk a lot more than that. But I thought that was some important points to cover. Like, listen, I'm, I'm mesmerized here almost uh, thinking I'm just listening to an episode. So... <laughs> that's that's what we're doing, man. It's just another episode. I learn every time too. I learn something new. Oh, well, you're never done learning, right? Yeah, always something new to learn. And yeah, definitely. So in your story, tell us one of your client stories. Talk us through, you know, you said you've helped some people get on Amazon. You've helped them improve their brand without creating any competition potentially for one of your customers or brands that you've helped. Are there any stories that kind of stand out? Anything that you did that, uh, you know, any hurdles you overcame? Anything pop into your mind as I ask that? You know, setting up right from the beginning, helping people, I do understand sometimes why people get frustrated and maybe walk away or quit and stuff. It, it can be a little bit frustrating to deal with Amazon sometimes, you know, but if you're just kind of persistent with things, things will go through. So I don't know, there's half a dozen clients I've had that it's kind of that same thing where I've just kind of helped them with their mindset to get through, to get stuff there, to get the listing up, to make sure everything's, you know how it should be and top grade listings. So just, just that beginning little part, really helping people with their mindset and to stay with it. And I've had a few that, you know, it was tough for a month and we had to get approval and it took a while and they said no, but we tried again because I knew, I knew the process and I knew we were doing what was right. And eventually they said, yes, here's your approval and we get it up. And within a couple months, you know, couple of sales and it starts rolling in, starts rolling in. And then, you know, I get those emails and texts of, oh, this is awesome. Look at these sales and so thankful. I'm so we're so thankful for you. And you know, I I get a little bit of that feeling that you get there, the the thanks and the gratitude and stuff. And it's 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 a great feeling. I love that. Great. That's a that's a great example. You know, and that's really um, you've probably heard me say it on past episodes, but that's all a dollar bill is. It's a certificate of gratitude. You know? Yeah, that's well put. I've, I've not heard that, but that's great. That's all money is. It's proof that you served someone else well. 
and the free exchange of the, of money is just a bunch of thank you notes flying back and forth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but those texts, man, and those those lives changed and those relationships, that is something truly special. And that's how we measure our success around here. You know, see, hearing from dads like you and you no, wasn't it you that posted? I saw a picture. You were at one of your daughter's events. Yep. That was you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those moments <laughs> where you you know, because I remember what that felt like. It's I've been in this coming up on 18 years where if my kid has something going on, I've got the flexibility I can be there and and we can kind of live life by our own rules, our own schedule. But I remember very well and I appreciate every day those moments. But when I can help, especially another dad, because I don't know what it feels like to be a mom, I never will. But as a dad, yeah, be able to dad. provide, protect, and be there, man, that's like that's a home run, dude. And I know that feeling. Yeah. And so take us through that. What was that picture you posted? So, you know, I, like I said, I worked lots and I, over time I worked late and I, I didn't see my daughter as much, you know, and especially like soccer games and stuff that happens on weekends and nights and stuff. Those are the busy times in restaurants. That's when the key people are there. So I, I missed almost everything. And after I quit uh, about three, four days later, she had a concert at her school and I was so extremely thrilled to go. And yeah, I, I sent Jim a, a short video of, I'd recorded her walking in and, you know, she looked up and saw me and waved big. And I had to, I had to turn the video off cause I got a little <laughs> emotional and teary and I didn't want that on the video. So oh, I turned so off great. for a little bit. And Is that something you posted on social media or did you send that to my email? I remember seeing it. I might've sent it to your phone or your email. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I mean, that's how I measure. I measure my life in moments like that, man. I mean, of course, my own family, of course, in those moments. But the, 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 when this community has those moments and they take the time to share them with me, that's it's like Christmas for me. Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's, that's so powerful. You know, that's what I'm looking to do now. I'm looking to return those, you know, feelings and favors to other people's and mm-hmm. the clients. Help other. You're doing it right now. Get home, you know. Yeah, but being in this episode, being in the community, helping answer questions on Facebook, and and that's how our, our our leaders emerge. And like I told you earlier, I mean, if if you worked in a kitchen environment, kept things humming. I mean, I, I tell people I was SpongeBob, man. I was the guy. <laughs> I was the guy that was like, they send me in three people to help me back there. Like, oh, you're busy. I'm like, it, uh, you'll slow me down. You guys stay out front and take orders. I got this. I was that guy, man. I was winging yeah. burgers and fries, buddy. I had my system. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do that with my life, but I learned that man, people who are capable of multitasking in that environment and managing, you've got the qualifications, dude, to lead and to do great things and to serve with excellence. So as your story develops and as you continue to contribute in the in the Facebook group and, and support and encourage, we have a huge shortage. There's a vacuum of leadership in our culture. And I would argue in our community at any given time, plenty of room for leaders to step up, find a gap and fill it, right? Uh, that's how we promote from within around here. It's like, hey, I think someone should do X and I'm the person who could do X, <laughs> do it. Let's partner up and make it happen. And we go, okay, you're hired. Let's go. <laughs> that's how we roll. And maybe a bunch of other listeners today are thinking, hey, I, I could do that. Yeah. But you've got to grow your own successful business first. That's your qualification is, is that you've actually grown a business because that proves you can do it and you know your stuff and you're a hardened, a battle-hardened business building warrior. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed the consulting side of it, and I really enjoyed the RA as well. RA, I know the retail arbitrage where you start and kind of move on um, for most people, but I really enjoy that uh, that hunt and finding those things and those deals and years of serving and being a cook and a bartender and stuff. You know, I have people skills, so you know, you, I ask for the manager and I ask for discounts and I introduce myself and I ask his name and. You know, I remember the next time I see him and I ask him how his kids are, you know, and like, like you say too, uh, we're in an online business, but it's still a, still a people business. You know, it's still about the people. It's still about relationships. It's still how you treat each other. It's, you know, how you serve one another. It's not just all online dollars and it's still a people business, right? That's right. You know, I could, I'd almost put it, I don't think I've ever put it this way, but the thought occurred to me as you were saying that, that if you didn't learn five to 10 new names last month in relation to your business, yeah. you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I mean, I'll just leave it that blunt. Yeah. If you didn't learn five to 10 new names last month while maintaining all your past relationships, mm-hmm. the human brain is capable of thousands of relationships managing. And for some reason, we, we seek to minimize that. And you need to maximize that. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a good challenge. I like that. I may I may sharpen it up a little bit, but I think that's a great... If you didn't learn five to 10 new names, people that you have never talked to before as part of your business development last month, you're not doing it right. There's, there's a big gap there because business is about relationships. It's about expanding your circle of influence, meeting new people, cert, learning to serve them, partnering with them in creative ways. Mm-hmm. And our community is a good way to do that. Getting out, meeting people. Right now, maybe using the phone a lot more than you're used to. Yeah, get on Facebook, get out there, yeah. I called not too long ago. I called it a, um, you know, I don't know, maybe it was prescient. I'm not sure, but it's been about three or four months ago. Maybe I had a podcast episode where I called it a a superpower. Mm. The ability to get on the phone and build a relationship, it's a quickly vanishing superpower. And now we're here in a time where we're actually being encouraged to, yeah, isolate, you know, socially distant. Getting on the phone is a superpower times 10 right now Mm -hmm. because people are so isolated in a lot of ways. Especially if you can, you know, convey who you are and your want to help. And I think you're right, though. It is a kind of a lost art. And a lot of people have a, a tough time getting across their message without sounding maybe like they're, it's all a sales pitch. And how do I mm-hmm. let them know who I am and be genuine, but at the same time discuss business? So, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a lost art. You know, I, I think I have a challenge, Robert, as you're, as you're saying that. I'm just going to challenge everybody. If you live in a town where there's a coffee shop that's temporarily shut down, maybe struggling, if they have their own brand of coffee, call them. Mm. Just call them and say, hey, I know how to sell on Amazon. I've never sold coffee before, but I know you've got some coffee sitting on the shelf in bags. Mm. Is it ready for public consumption and sale? If they say yes, like, let's just... Can I put a few bags on Amazon and see what happens? Yeah. Because Amazon... Yeah is selling coffee like crazy right now. I have the text from Mike Brown, literally less than half an hour old on my phone. Mike Brown, of course, is the the founder of Death Wish Coffee. I interviewed him here a few episodes back. Great story as well. They're in every Walmart in the world. Right above my thumb, if you're watching on YouTube, there's actually a little NASCAR. You can go back and listen to that. I don't know if you can see it or not. It's tiny, but it's on, <laughs> there's a little chicken behind me holding a platter. And on there is a NASCAR that has Death Wish coffee on the hood mm. because you know, Mike, Brown's, Mike Brown's business has exploded. But he told me this morning he has seen a significant jump in online sales. A lot of coffee vendors are selling out. If you can get coffee online, man, that's one of those products right now that's just flying online. Seller, yeah. 
Yep. And you can sell a ton of it. And if you can get a new brand on there, sell it fulfilled by merchant. There's no need to send it into an FBA warehouse. Just fulfilled by merchant. Put, put a few bags up for sale mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yep. I'm telling you, the coffee is selling like crazy right now. And I don't see that stop, stopping anytime soon. Because remember those millions of boomers who are thinking to themselves right now, I didn't do a whole lot of shopping online before, but I'm going to do a whole lot of shopping online from now on. Yeah. And that's a whole new demographic worldwide. And new Prime members, you know, I wonder how many new Prime members have been made in the last year. There. Great question. That is a great question, Robert. I hadn't even thought of that, buddy, but I can't wait to see that headline and that statistic. That will be very telling about where we're going here. Mm-hmm. Because my, if I had to guess, I'd say it's a pretty linear progression over the past couple of years. You see little spikes when they do a promo, but it's a pretty linear progression up. But there's going to be a spike unlike anything we've ever seen as a result of you know, people saying, okay, if we're going to be spending this much money online shopping, let's just get a Prime membership. Look at all those movies anyway that we get thrown in. Yeah, let's do it. Let's pull the trigger. And that's such a great thing too for Amazon to... Um, you know, There's so many features you get with the Prime membership and that only helps all of us as third-party sellers, right? And I was reading something about um, Amazon investing a lot into satellites and trying to make uh, Wi-Fi, high-speed Wi-Fi more accessible everywhere which is only going to lead to more people shopping online, which, you know, so Amazon's really trying to help out, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's only going to benefit all of us as sellers and as a community here. Yeah. And and this is a global opportunity. It doesn't matter where you live. If you're listening to this, we've got people who live in small countries that I couldn't find on the globe. I had to Google like, where is that again? (laughs) I thought that was a city. I'm bad at geography, but they're in the middle of nowhere. There's no Amazon warehouse in their country. And they're building incredible businesses, selling product in the United States or in another country. Because with this partner network, this community of sellers, you can buy product in a country that you've never been to, have it sent to someone who lives in that country that you've never been to, and they will sell it. As, as the product sells on Amazon, they will ship it to your customer for you. They'll either send it into FBA, if that's what you want to do, in one big bulk lot, so Amazon can ship it to customer, or they'll keep it on hand themselves and ship it as it sells to your customer. FBM, fulfilled by merchant. You can do either from anywhere in the world. So this opportunity is only going to get bigger. And uh, yeah, but you've got the wheels turning. Now I'm thinking about that Prime thing. That's going to be a great indicator for me to... I can't wait for Amazon to announce their next Prime membership total headcount because that is the initial spike that proves the premise that, man, this thing's getting huge fast. And the future, for those of us who know how to navigate this landscape, is very, very bright. And you're smart for listening to this podcast because this community has the ear of some very significant players in Amazon corporate headquarters. We've been on the phone with the vice president who's overall sellers in North America, small businesses, and they love us. They love this community. And there's some details I can't quite share yet. I'll be sharing it soon. That's going to be just undeniable evidence of how much they love what we have going on around here. Some partnership things coming down the pike that I'm excited to announce. But this is the right community to be in if you want to take advantage of the bright future represented by online selling and Amazon. We're all about multiple income streams around here. And I love, Robert, that you've, you've, you've got multiple income streams. Let's, let's talk about that for just a moment as we start to land this episode. On these different customers that you have with their products, are you selling them all through your one Amazon account? Or are you helping them set up their own Amazon accounts? No, no, I help them set up their own accounts. So it's all for them. It's all under their name. It's under their business. They get all the benefits. Um, 
I strictly manage it for them. So until a little while ago, they would all just ship their stuff to Amazon and that's the extent of what they would do. I would then take over everything, make their listing, optimize it, do their advertising, optimize their advertising, refine everything with time, deal with complaints, deal with any and everything Amazon related. Yep. Reputation management, customer support, you name it. optimizing keywords. And don't feel like you have to know how to do all of it before you have a conversation with that, that coffee shop there in your town. Because you can figure it out as you go. You can, you can ask questions of great guys like Robert in our community. They'll help you out as you go. So you can take that course too that I took that you know showed me. So Yeah. And the Proven Amazon course right now, I should mention this. We marked it down... It should be a few thousand bucks. Right now, it's $29 per month. Drop out anytime you want. You, if you want to cram through in two months and go through the whole thing and take good notes, hey, that's awesome. You can have the best course in the history of educating Amazon sellers for 30 or 60 bucks and then drop out. That's cool. But we're, what we're trying to do right now is say, hey, this is such a massive opportunity. We don't want price or financial challenges to keep you from getting in. The world needs a lot more of us right now, as evidenced by the empty shelves, even at Amazon. They, they want us to help send products in. They need our help contacting these little coffee shops. Amazon's not going to call that little coffee shop in your hometown that has a thousand bags sitting in the back room with the doors locked out front. Amazon's not going to call them. You can. And tomorrow, you can be making money together, helping all the caffeine addicts of the world <laughs> feed, you know, yeah, yeah. happy during this time of stress, right? I mean, it's, it's a win, 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 win for everybody. But I love what you just said, Robert, about setting up separate accounts. Because if you'll notice, that's one of the little in the back of your mind fears that a lot of Amazon sellers have is, well, what if Amazon pulls the plug on my one Amazon account? Or what if I get suspended for a couple of weeks? That's horrible. And I think our definition of horrible has shifted for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right it's yeah. Like, Come on, get a real problem, right? Okay, <laughs> you were suspended for a week and Amazon turned your account back on. Yeah. But... If you have multiple accounts serving multiple clients, you've got multiple income streams. With one business model inside the Proven Amazon course, you can launch multiple income streams. That's, that's only one business model. You know, you guys have you know several courses on there, all different you know ways to skin the cat. That is Amazon, right? Yeah, just so many opportunities. It's amazing, really. Yeah, the, the future is indeed very bright. And I appreciate your perspective today on all of that, Robert. It's really cool getting to know you as well. Yeah, you too. It's going to be great getting this community together, hanging out when we can all comfortably do hugs and handshakes again. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that day. Don't know when it is, but we'll make it happen very as soon as possible. In the meantime, we're going to keep doing this virtual thing and just keep cranking out the positive energy and the, the creative ideas the success stories that are just pouring in. Uh, our coaching program is exploding right now because I think people are longing for that, that connection. They don't want to be separated. They want to stay connected. They, they want to take advantage of the, maybe the extra time that they've got right now to make something big happen. So if you've never checked out our coaching program before, now might be a good time to give us a call and have a no obligation phone call with one of our consultants and just say, hey, I'm kind of thinking along these lines. What do you guys think? Can you help me? And we'll be happy to chat with you. Jim Cockrum Coaching is the only website you'll need. We'll stick that in the show notes along with everything else Robert and I talked about today. Of course, our free Facebook group with Robert and 56,000 other awesome people hang out every day. Come join us in there. Don't be isolated, right? Well, any final tips, Robert, for the listeners today? Any other final thoughts before we start to wrap this one up? Just, you know, don't stay where you are. Try to move forward and keep a good mind 
said about everything, you know, stay positive, think of good things, envision, picture your goals and what you want, and you can't help but move towards it. Just hold that image in your head, though, of what you want. And I like to say I'm a medium to small success, and I'm going to be a huge success. And I hold that in my head, and one day I will get there, just like I envisioned this interview that's happening right now. I hope to inform you someday in the future of my massive success and all the people I've helped. So yeah, just, you know, go for it. Man, that's awesome. Proud of you, dude. From my vantage point, you are a massive success already. It definitely can get bigger and better. But when you, when you think of, I heard a survey and it was just a quick radio show. I don't know who had done the survey. I wasn't paying close enough attention, but basically it was asking small businesses of, of the United States, or maybe it was the Midwest, you know, have you been negatively impacted yet by the virus, panic, fears, reality, or, or, or is it kind of neutral for you so far? You haven't really felt, felt a hit or is it positive? Well, 3% of the businesses were able to say, you know, I, I kind of feel pretty positive about the ripple effects of all of this. And I think it was 30% who were feeling a negative hit and around, you know, 65 or so percent who was feeling, you know, kind of neutral, like not sure. I think we're going to be okay, but you know, waiting to see. And 3% were like, yeah, it's great. We're in that 3%, buddy. We are. As long as you stay healthy and stay smart and pay attention to the way the world's changing, which we're going to help you do if you stay in our community. And the future is very, very bright. And there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic. You, you don't have to like, you know, force yourself to think positive thoughts when you got a lot of positive news coming at you. That's what we do around here because we're not making it up. There's a lot of good things happening. So thanks for hanging out with me today, Robert. Thank your wife and your daughter. Thanks for having me. Time well spent. And uh, let me just address the listeners real quick. And thank you for hanging out with Robert and I. This was a YouTube episode. So if you want to catch the video or share that video with someone, share our podcast. That's right. Silentgym.com has the link in the show notes. You can jump over to YouTube if you're listening on your favorite device right now and meet Robert. A, a good looking dude. I got to say, he came dressed sharp today. You know, I, you're not mad yourself there. I guess I've had with a tie. So thank you for that. All professional. I mean, here we are quarantined and Robert's all, you know, he's good to go, man. He's ready for the interview. Trying to make a first impression on um, somebody. First impression. And here I am in my slightly wrinkled uh, long sleeve, whatever (laughs) t-shirt this is. (laughs) You're still a hero to me. So that's all right. Uh, Well, it it was awesome hanging out with you today, buddy. I, I really enjoyed it. And to the listeners, thank you for loaning us some of your most valuable asset. That's your time. Thank you so much. We value that. We treasure it. We're grateful for it and we will continue to honor it by bringing you only the best of the best and most creative content and great guests who are making big things happen to inspire you. So keep coming back to silentgym.com. Check out Silent Sales Machine Radio as often as we pop up new episodes. I think right now it's important that you stay up to date on the latest news. Typically our podcast is evergreen, but right now with like this 30 second news cycle we're all in where the world changes every two and a half minutes, it seems... It's important to stay up to date right now with what's happening and what's new. So be in our Facebook group. Check out our podcast when they come out. Stay up to date. And God bless all the business building warriors out there. We're in your corner. We'll do another episode for you guys real soon. Thanks to our guest, Robert. You did a tremendous job today. Talk to all the business building warriors very, very soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentGym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.